Sometimes when we touch great heights or when we stumble down, we will go through a lull. We will be in our own limbo, a, a silence that will almost make us feel uncomfortable. And this question trumps not only the greatest spiritual seekers, but even a common man. Why was I even born? What is the purpose of my existence? When I leave this earth, how would I feel, fulfilled or empty? Heavy questions for which no one has the answers. Until Swami Ramana Maharishi speaks about this and demystifies it in his own way. He believes he has the answer to the one question which many of us might not even ask ourselves. Who am I? Ramana Maharishi lived in a little town in Tamil Nadu. There is a mysterious hill in this town which is believed to be extremely powerful and some locals claim that this hill houses many sages till date who can even turn themselves invisible at will. And it is said that merely thinking about this mountain liberates the soul from life and death cycle. It's also believed that the mountain is an inanimate incarnation of Lord Shiva. Ramana Maharishi also called this mountain the spiritual center of the world. Once when Ramana Maharishi was deep in meditation, he attained the state of Samadhi, which is supposed to be the highest form of meditation. And uh, during this time, he feared that he might not wake up from this trance. And in this state of semi-consciousness, he started dissecting the concept of a body, mind and a soul and asked the question, who am I? And he did not stop until he got his answer in his meditation. And here we are going to delve deep into the conversation that was going on within him, which he later narrated in his book. There is a cryptic quote of his uh, where he says, In the end, everyone must come to Arunachala. This mountain is called Mount Arunachala. It is believed that this is the place to go for any seeker who has burning questions about life and living. Ramana Maharishi, who lived most part of his life meditating under the shade of this mountain, also believes self-enquiry is the only way to realize God, the universe or the self. I'm going to be paraphrasing from his book, Who Am I?, which is a masterpiece that addresses all possible doubts we might have about self-enquiry. The book revolves around the power of introspection and the author believes it is the only way to realize our true selves. This book is a conversation between Ramana Maharishi and Shiva Prakasam Pillai. Mr. Pillai, a graduate of philosophy, met Swami Ramana Maharishi in a cave on the Arunachala hill. It is said that during his entire discourse, Swami Ramana never uttered a word because he just didn't feel like speaking and instead wrote all the answers to Mr. Pillai. As humans, we tend to identify us in terms of our mind or body and Ramana Maharishi in a span of 10 pages explains how we are so much more than that. And I'm glad he documented this conversation because his insights are truly phenomenal. So the whole book is about peeling the layers of ourselves and ultimately reaching the fiery core. Everyone knows this universe is a lot bigger than what we are exposed to. We can't even see the other side of the moon. But is it really important who cares who this true self is? In what way is knowing all this going to make my life better? Sometimes the deepest answers are always hiding in plain sight. I feel this exercise is unique to each person. Everyone is seeking different things in life and sometimes we feel this body or mind we have been endowed with might not be the right medium. I feel dissatisfaction in our lives begin within and eventually pose outside. 
and somehow i feel going inside is the only way to fix everything that that is wrong in our life am i this body no i'm not am i my senses no i'm not am i my organs that help me move procreate and function no i'm not am i the prana the breath no i'm not so am i the mind that thinks no i'm not then who am i when mr pillai asks maharishi to speak about the nature of the mind he says that all that the mind does is generate thoughts and that's about it in a certain way these thoughts make the mind he says these thoughts project the world we live in and that's why when we sleep we don't think and in a way the world doesn't exist when the mind wakes up the world rises too in fact mind wakes up and switches on the projector and wherever you are you can see only the world your mind is projecting so in a way the world doesn't exist without the mind and that's why when we are busy experiencing the world we can never realize the existential magic we can never realize that true self because only one aspect can exist at one point of time when we go deep within the self the world disappears and when the world appears the self is recoiled within us and maharishi says when we constantly inquire the mind it will step aside to show us the real self he addresses this real self as atman sometimes i wake up in the middle of the night just like that and when i'm trying to put myself back to sleep a hundred thoughts would pour in it would start with what happened during the day and end with a meteor that might actually destroy the world and sometimes i like to trail back to the first thought that led me to this destruction and it's just impossible to find the trail it's this labyrinth that is just not worth getting into but maharishi says every thought begins in the heart where the mind resides confusing right he says heart is the mind's origin he says every single thought begins with an i if that's the case everything we do would have stemmed from our thoughts so this i is imperative in understanding our true self we've heard people saying thoughts make a man but that's all we know and here ramana maharishi is literally picking the thought up and seeing what's underneath it and he says this simple self inquiring phrase who am i can kill every other thought because we are literally pushing aside the manager accountant pa secretary and heading straight towards the boss's office and he says the minute we confront this boss he will also dissolve into nothingness he says even when other random thoughts try interrupting us we should always remain laser focused and continue to question who am i it doesn't matter how many thoughts arise we should attack each and every thought with this question to whom has this thought risen and you will answer back to me of course and then you should question yourself again asking so who am i he promises after a point of time the mind will succumb to this question and return to its source and all thoughts will cease to exist he says if we do this consistently then we will be locking our mind in its source the world is actually held in its place by all man-made shackles when the mind travels through the gross body it objectifies everything it sees and hears there's no subtlety everything must have a name and a form but when we impale the mind in its source all descriptions lose its meaning nothing is known and everything is known to go a little deeper when we hold the mind in the heart 
I no longer exists. And along with it, everything you have known and believed will no longer exist. Only the self will exist in all its glory. I think this is what they call enlightenment. If you like what you heard or if you have a great book recommend, feel free to write to me. I have added my email address in the bio. Vyasa Speaking is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify.